talking about the big school board meeting tonight. We just heard from Superintendent Jennifer Gill, and now we're talking with the school board president, Scott McFarland. Scott, good morning to you. And uh, first of all, Jennifer shared with us uh, the the uh, uh, enrollment numbers so far, you know, for what the parents have been choosing as far as blended learning. And it's really running about 5347 with parents wanting in classroom to uh, parents wanting uh, to start the year on Zoom learning or to keep their kids out of school for that semester. Is that pretty much what you guys expected? Well, good morning. Yeah, you know, we were definitely interested to see what parents uh, and guardians were going to want with their students. Uh, and when you break those numbers down by schools, uh, they vary a little bit, too. So uh, some schools have more interest in remote, while other schools have more interest in hybrid. Uh, but, yeah, I think uh, the 50-50 split makes sense. Uh, and it's also helpful to us, too, to understand that number because if and when we open up our schools because of social distancing, we're going to need to understand how many kids we can put into a classroom anyway. So uh, all that all that information is very good. And the fact that we've already got close to 80% registered is, uh, is very heartening as well, too. That's a lot better than what we usually get for registration here early August. Uh, so that's helping us kind of gather our information as well, too. Yeah, let's talk a little bit, too, about the information on Friday, because I know Jim shared with you the, the teachers' uh, uh, union uh, survey about uh, 75% of them wanting to uh, begin the year uh, remotely rather than in classroom. Um, have they shared any further numbers in the final on that survey with you? They have not shared it, but it is a, a public survey that anyone can kind of take a look at. They have it posted on their Facebook page. So I looked this morning. And it was uh, at about 72%. Now, keep in mind that that's an anonymous survey that was put out by the union. So it is a good data point to have. But the true number we're going to need to have is through our HR department that's contacting our employees and saying, hey, uh, what's your plan for the coming semester? Uh, If you are doing remote, uh, why is that? Is it a medical concern? Is it just a safety concern? All that information. So our HR department will get those numbers. I I have a feeling that it's not going to be 70-30 at the end of it. Uh, I think it's probably going to be closer to 60-40. But again, those numbers will be determined by our HR department contacting these folks individually as opposed to an anonymous survey. Scott, um, when it comes to you know the uh, various options that there are, uh, what do you think the uh, direction is after um, you know the, the school board meeting a couple of weeks ago, where there was uh, obviously a difference of opinion between yourself and uh, others on the school board as to what to you know the the landscape is going to look like moving forward? How has that changed at all? And do you think it's still going to be contentious as to if it's going to be all remote or if it's going to be a blended option, uh, and also talk a bit about the scheduling when it comes to when we're actually going to see these things implemented. Yeah, well, you know, as I said uh, at the last school board meeting, there is no right answer here. Uh, No one wants to be in the middle of a pandemic, and no one wants to try to put this uh, together in terms of keeping our kids safe while also giving them a quality education. But unfortunately, that's where we're at, so we're going to have to. Uh, I truly believe, and I continue to believe, that the best education for a student is in the classroom. However, uh, it is, uh, it's imperative that we make sure if they go into that classroom and if our teachers go into that classroom, that they're protected. So as the superintendent pointed out, we're putting in plexiglass, we're doing more cleaning of our schools, we're going to mandate masks, we're going to mandate social distancing. But the one thing we cannot control is the spread of this virus around the county. So two weeks ago, we were at 2.9% positivity rate for the week. Now we're at a 4.3% positivity rate. That's an increase of almost 50%. 
So what I continue to tell folks is if you want your kids to go back to school, you need to take more responsibility uh, to ensure that you are uh, staying home. And if you aren't staying home, you're wearing your mask. I think it's very good that uh, the mayor uh, has made uh, – uh, has made more requirements in terms of bars and restaurants, but I truly think the city needs a mask mandate. I still go to the store to get groceries, and I see a lot of people without their masks on, and that's the reason why our positivity rate and our test, uh, our positive tests are going up. And if those numbers continue to skyrocket, it's extremely hard for us to open up our schools because this virus is so rampant. Uh, so I truly want to get our kids back in the classroom, but. Uh, everyone's going to have to come together and be responsible for their own actions to get that done. Should we be looking at the positivity rate and the case numbers, or should we be more focused on the hospitalizations? Because right now in, in Sangamon County, we've got eight in the hospital. Well, here's the thing, though. We don't know all the long-term effects of this virus. We have some research coming out now that says that this thing really does damage lungs. So I'm looking at all of the different factors as the state is looking at and just because you don't go to the hospital does not mean that it's not going to impact you. Now, does that mean we need to completely shut down schools until we have a vaccine? No. Again, I believe a hybrid model is uh, uh, workable and that I think it is beneficial to a lot of our students. And over 50 percent of our, our families uh, have re- that have registered agree with that. Uh, but again, we, we need to continue to work to mitigate this virus so it's easier for us to mitigate that virus spread in our schools. Uh, so, yeah, we definitely need to look at all of the different data points, but we don't have all the answers on this virus. So looking at just the hospital, hospital rate uh, and the ICU rate is not enough. We need to make sure that folks are staying uh, negative in terms of having this virus. And then once we get a vaccine and get um, medical treatments that are uh, supportive uh, and conducive of helping those who do have the virus, that's when we can start looking at that phase five and getting everyone in the classroom. But that's going to be a long time away. So if folks want to have a chance to go into the classroom before we have a phase five for the state, we need to get those numbers down. Now, so in terms of calendar, uh, tonight we'll be looking at a, a revised calendar that actually starts the school district a week later, so August 31. And the reason why we're looking at doing that is a couplefold. One, to provide more training time for our teachers to get ready for remote learning and also for hybrid learning if we do open up. But also it allows for us to distribute technology to those uh, parents who will be remote learning to make sure that they get all the, uh, the laptops and tablets and everything else they need so their students have that technology ready to go when we start up school. School Board President Scott McFarland is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Scott, as you mentioned, the numbers are rising up, and we and we know that it is a little bit of a divided school board into whether or not there should be a hybrid learning. You know, do you see that number pushing toward, you know, because those numbers are up right now, do you see people on the school board maybe changing their mind about hybrid learning and we might start remotely? I, I don't want to speak for my other board members. I can tell you that... Uh, I signed up my uh, three kids for hybrid. Uh, they're in two different schools, and so they are on that registration list and ready to go. Uh, and my hope would be that we do approve a hybrid plan tonight, but 
that resolution we have on the agenda flat out says in the last line of the resolution that the determination to open up our schools will be based on the superintendent's review of both county and statewide information. So just because we vote on the hybrid model tonight does not mean we're going to open up our schools on August 31. It's going to be based on where we're at in terms of a community and where we are in terms of our, our, our preparedness to get these things done. Now, again, our teachers in our district have been meeting uh, quite a bit throughout the summer. So I believe that we have a plan that's workable, and I believe our schools are ready. But again, it's going to be determined by how this county looks in August and then beyond if we can get those kids back in the school. All right, School Board President Scott McFarland, uh, do you have anything further, Greg? No, I mean we could we could have him on for a full hour. Uh, well, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're the ones hanging. You're the ones hanging up on me. I know. I know. We got we got bills to pay. We got bills to pay. But real quick here, and this is something I, uh, I you know, talked with Chris just briefly uh, last hour was uh, the competition. We heard a commercial this morning for a, a private school saying, "Hey, sign your kids up today. We're doing in school learning." Um, but what's the public school district going to do to stay competitive and to make options for, uh, um, you know, K through 12 education uh, attractive so parents want to send their kids there? I, I, I believe, uh, and for me personally, every second of my education from kindergarten to my doctoral program has been public. So um, you're not going to get me into a fight about what's better, parochial or public. It's, that's clear to me it's public. But also, just because the school is going to open up, and allow you to have all your kids in the school doesn't mean it's going to be safe for your kids. The reason why we're looking at a hybrid model is because if we put all of our kids into a classroom, there will not be social distancing. I was also very disappointed that the diocese said that masks were an option, not a mandate. For us, in the public school setting for 186, masks are a mandate because we know masks stop the spread. So I'm going to keep working to keep the uh, public school kids safe, and whatever the private schools want to do is on them. And then then finally here, uh, the question of liability. Uh, I know that was something that uh, Congress is trying to put together. Not sure how it's uh, moving forward here in Rumblings that there are some uh, ongoing negotiations, but um, how, how should liability be handled when it comes to public schools? Well, and I, I, I firmly believe that if we do everything we have set out to do in this return to learn plan that we'll be talking about tonight, we're going to work to mitigate the spread to where we're not going to have to worry about that liability. I'm more concerned about making sure that folks are protected when they walk in the room. Not uh, And then hopefully we've mitigated the spread. We've made it to where it's safe, to where we're not going to have to worry about that liability. And I think the country should be doing the same thing. Why are we so worried about liability when we should be worried about testing more people, getting our vaccine ready to go, and mitigating the spread of this virus? Uh, I really wish that the country as a whole would make a priority of getting these numbers down so we don't have to worry about liability because people aren't getting sick. Scott McFarland, thank you so much. We really appreciate the time. Anytime, guys. Thanks. Talk to you later.